All right, now we got our name officially done for you guys. I know it's been, uh, you know, kind of wondering after, what, third episode? Third episode. We are Basketball by G... Gen Z. Gen Z. Basketball by Gen Z. Gen, yeah. Yeah. Basketball by Gen Z. So, hashtag that shit and um, look us up on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. I'll get those set up today for Ooh. sure. Ooh. Yeah. There so, that'll go. all get Going set up places. today. There we go. Starting yeah. off. Yeah. Hashtag follow us. So, uh, we are here with my co-host Alvaro. He has his nose and notes for this week. Oh, on, yeah. On an NBA. So... You want to get that started? Yeah, let me go real quick. So uh, just some of the big headlines of like injuries and noteworthy uh, things to just keep in mind. Uh, so just some big injuries. The Aaron Fox is going to be out for the next three to four weeks. High ankle sprain. Um, I think it was grade three. So it's pretty, pretty bad. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, Gordon Hayward, broken left hand. Six weeks is going to be out. Eric Gordon from the Rockets. Uh, he had knee surgery. So he's going to be out for six weeks. Uh, Middleton also got her. Uh, Chris Middleton from the Bucks. Left leg injury is going to be out for several weeks. They don't have uh, anything more specific so far. Hopefully, it's not too long. Um, and then as far as uh, injuries go, someone coming back from injury this uh, Thursday, uh, Paul George comes back and makes his first uh, appearance with the Clippers. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. Um, and then as far as, like, rumors, um, well, something that actually happened today, the uh, Nets signed Iman Shumpert um, and Previously, it was reported that they were looking for uh, Aaron Gordon from the Magic. Um, and that was actually kind of interesting because me and Christian here were trying to figure out like a trade package. Uh, and they would have to give up, you know, one of the guards. And probably I was thinking, um, what's that? What's the wing name? Uh, they just signed Is him. It, was it a who Karis Levert? No, not Karis. The wing wing uh, from Atlanta. I forget his name right oh, now. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. It's, it's a Turing Prince. Torian Prince, yes. Torian Prince, yeah. Yeah, if it, if it was like a package with like, you know, Dinwiddie or Levert and, you know, you throw him him in. I think you want to keep that, Dinwiddie. I know you want to keep Dinwiddie. He's the ultimate six man. Yeah, I know, but the Magic need guard help. And, and you know, that's one of the biggest points I, I wrote down today. But um, the Magic also are, it, it's been reported by the ringer that they're in the market for a, uh, you know, a guard named DeMar DeRozan from the Spurs. Uh, so that one's interesting. Uh, but as far as news and notes, that's just the biggest ones. Uh, besides that, uh, not really much else to keep up with, I think, in, in terms of injuries. Um, I mean, last night, AD went to the locker room with that shoulder injury again. I mean, he's, he's just going to do that every yeah, game, I think, at this point. He's been struggling the whole entire time with, uh, with yeah. that shoulder injury. Ever since, ever since he missed the dunk. I mean, it's, it's been kind of like the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think the team that needs the guard help more than the Magic, though, is the Knicks. They just have way too many forwards. They have, I think, like, they had a um, Morris play the point guard. He's a power forward. Yeah, that team is yeah, in, in disarray. Oh, yeah, uh, David Fizzell is probably going to get fired in the next couple days or next week or so. Um, they're already laying down the, the groundwork. He's every single time. It's ridiculous. Every, every team he Memphis. goes to, they give him, like, the worst team. And yep. then, like, everyone sees it coming. Like, yeah, they're not going to do good. They're not going to make playoffs. They're not going to be competitive. And they still always want to blame Fizzell. I don't get it. And I think part of it was with the team, though, was a lack of lack of effort. Um, more importantly, especially when they got, you know, wrecked by the Bulls and the Bulls are we're OK. I mean, we're not good, but like they smacked them. Kobe White went off too. you got 27 career high. He was balling, which I actually wanted to bring that up too. like this rookie class has been like pretty. So many good rookies. Pretty good. So many good. We should do next week. We'll do a top 10 uh, rookie uh, evaluation. 
like yeah, like a like power, a power ranking, ranking yeah. for for rookies. We'll do our own top ten. Um, but for now, let's get into our next segment, which was going to be Alvaro's power ranking. So last week we went over mine. Uh, it's changed a little bit this week. You know, more games give us a bigger sample size. So I'm just going to go into it. Uh, should I do ten to one or one to ten? Do it ten to one. Ten to one. All right. So number ten coming in at seven and three, which a lot of teams are actually on this list. Uh, the Raptors. I'm going to give it to them because you know they beat the Lakers. They and they beat the Lakers without you know. Laurie without Ibaka, they played really well. And I think Siakam is taking that superstar leap. Like, can he win most improved player again? I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, because he should. He, yeah, he went up from like what single digits to double digits last year mm-hmm. to like now almost averaging 26 he, points yeah, per almost game, 30 points a game, 26 points per game, and playing like really nine good and a half rebounds per game, per game, and almost four assists per game. And he's like playing really good defense. Oh, crazy good defense. So that's why I have a number 10. Um, they can honestly move up when healthy, but so far it's good to see that they're not trash without Kawhi, um, which was, you know, kind of evident because last year they did well without him in the lineup. And not just that, but like the, the biggest surprise for me too, besides um, Siakam is also Fred Van Fleet. Like he's, oh, he's, balling. He, he's a legit starting point guard. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought he was going to be like kind of like another uh, Dinwiddie, uh, Sweet Lou, really like legitimate six man off the bench, but he can start. No, he, he can't. He really, yeah. like, he he was shooting, like, Steph Curry the other day, like, from, like, the logo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The the playoffs really, like, kind of shaped him into the player he is oh, now. Yeah. Like, they, like you, you would think he would only be a playoff player, you know, at, at that. But, like, in the regular season, he's showing that, you know, just give me the give me the ball. We'll, we'll be fine. No, yeah. Uh, he, he got a ton of confidence from, from playing the other day uh, mm-hmm. or from, you know, the postseason. Exactly. Uh, so, th- yeah, they're number 10. Uh, number 9, I have the Sixers. Now... I do have them a little lower than a lot of people, um, especially because they had them pegged as like, you know, championship contender, um, like literally being like the number one uh, in the East. Now, my biggest issue with them is they should have fired Brett Brown. I think they should have done it. Um, And a team does not have a bucket getter. Like they don't have someone who's going to get you a bucket. So my, this is, this is just my thing to fix the Sixers. Um, Trade for Buddy Hill. Because the Kings want Tobias Harris. We've been wanting him. And Buddy Hield bo- is a bucket getter. He's got Bogey as a starting shooting guard. And we can keep Bogey. We can move Bogey in the lineup. That's what I'm saying. Like, it works out for the Kings. It works out for the Sixers. And if it doesn't work, then you get a new scapegoat instead of, you know, Brett Brown. And But he should have been fired last season. I mean, he was going to be fired. And the team hasn't really shown much improvement. It's, it's been the same thing every year with Brent yeah. Brown. And mm-hmm. and also, like, with uh, Ben Simmons out, I mean, you saw Embiid. He was, like, struggling to get to 20 points a game. He was... He's really out of shape still. Yeah. He never so got back how, in shape. How are you going to... Like, I mean, for all the all the shit that he talks, mm-hmm. and, you know, everyone wants to put, put him on a pedestal, the next best big man, like, mm-hmm. riding him over, um, you know, Giannis, AD, and everyone else. He's just... He hasn't been putting up those big numbers without the help of Ben Simmons. Not this season, at least. and So far. So far. That's why I have him um, uh, ninth. Um, so I'm just going to move on to another 7-3 team. There's a lot of 7-3 teams. There's Everyone, like 7-7-3 seven, yeah. seven teams right now on my on this power ranking. Um, so number eight, I have the Bucks. Again, a little lower than most people would have expected. For me, it has mostly to do with the fact that um, without Middleton, I don't know how well that offense survives. Um they don't. They don't yeah. really have like a, a like a bench like mob. Really, they don't have anybody who will come out off the bench and get buckets for them too. And Middleton was the second scorer, and now that he's hurt, Giannis has to carry more of a load. 
And when they lost Brogdon, that was like the biggest question. Well, yeah, how can they keep it up? And that's all I was gonna get at right now that Brogdon, like now they're really missing him because he was able to facilitate, get his shot, have the offense going. Let's can play defense, but so can Brogdon. You might as well would have paid Brogdon the extra money and he just stayed there, got rid of Bledsoe. Might as or, well. Or even sign Ricky Rubio, who's actually playing really good with the Suns. Mm-hmm. Take that edge off of Giannis. And then now all they have to do is just, you know, contain Giannis and, and make him be a perimeter sh- uh, threat. Which, yeah. I mean, Toronto's shown how to do that because back to Toronto really quick. Mm-hmm. Nick Nurse, super underrated as a coach. He's oh, got them playing sure. very good defense. There's been a lot of teams this season that have been overperforming, and it's all because of their coach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a list of like teams just real quick. Um, the Suns, the Cavs, the Hornets, the Raptors, the Heat, the Celtics. Like That's just a list of teams where their coaches are doing an extremely well job with the team that they have around them, and they're actually producing. Like They're doing really, really well. And, and a lot of these teams are overachieving. Like we knew the Celtics were going to be good coming into the season. We didn't think they'd be eight and one after the first nine games of the season, though. Like nobody would have expected that. So, props to Nick Nurse. I really, I do like him as a coach, though. If he can keep that team, you know, maybe in the three seed, you know, coach of the year. There's a lot of teams. There's a lot of coaches this year that are going to be in that conversation because of how the team, the respective teams play. I think in the East is going to be between Spolstra and Nurse. Yeah, that's pretty much. I think no, Brad Stevens. If he can get the Celtics at the first seed. Throughout the season, with a hurt Gordon Hayward, that's just it. He deserves it. I mean, true, true. I mean, I can see that. I mean, I don't think they'll actually get the number one seed. I think they'll they'll tail off a little bit towards the end. Maybe get like a second seed, possibly. But that's still pretty good, though. Like with yeah, the, with the team and the injuries, and they don't really have a legitimate center either. Um, but let me go to seven. That was Bucks, right? Yeah, it was Bucks. So now you're going seven. seven. Keep it in the Eastern Conference. We're gonna go with the Heat. Uh, Heat are seven and three. I give them the 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 nod above the Bucks and the Sixers and the Raptors, partly because I think they're they're real, they're doing really really well so far, and I think they're still like they're still a team that has a move to make, and I think when they make that move, it's going to solidify them as the number two or the number three seed in that conference. So, and I really like how everybody's playing right now. I mean, they did really well in the beginning of the season without Jimmy Butler, and now they have him back. I mean, he's going to get his buckets no matter what. But if Kendrick Nunn and uh, Tyler Hero can keep it up. And not overdose. And now, oh, <laughs> bump, bump. Where's the womp, 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 womp? That's oh, not no, it. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Nope. Nope. Tampoco. That's the one. That's the one. It's, it's green. It's green. Green is a womp, womp, womp. Um, I need to write that one down in my notes. But, yeah, I mean, if that team could just... I think they're coached really well. Like, that's the biggest thing for me. I mean, I think Spolster is just doing a great job like he always does every year. He brings out a competitive team. Um, everybody's playing their roles. And it's yeah, just you have because you have, a, like, um, Tyler Hero and you have Dragic coming off the bench and Kendrick Nunn. Those are three guys that, like, the beginning of the season, I mean, Dragic was still coming off the bench, but um, Nunn and Hero, they were starting the first two games, and they played really well. So if their confidence just keeps getting, you know, coming higher and higher, then they're just going to they're gonna outshoot other teams and – they're not only a really good defensive team, but they can shoot out from the perimeter too. Oh yeah. So and then Jimmy doesn't even like to shoot from the perimeter. He he, he can. He'll but post he, you but up. But he's said it, he's been open. I don't like to shoot threes. Mm-hmm. He rather much drive and shit. I mean, when you have he shooters does. on the wings, it, it really spreads the floor. So that'll work. He basically out like a he's basically like a smaller LeBron if you think of it. Yeah. Yeah. Except yeah. without like you know the 
passing ability like him, but he can yeah. still he can still dish it out. Yeah, he's not a, he's not a bad passer. Oh. Um, so yeah, they're number seven, uh, and now we're gonna switch it over to the Western Conference. Finally, so, I know, I know. <laughs> shut up, shut up. So much love to the East. At the bottom of the ten, but at the the top of the ten is all Ooh. West. Just saying, Ooh. just saying. Uh, so nope. the best of the West, the best of the West. Warren's making a quick audible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to have the Clippers on six, but then he was he was thinking about it more and more, and he just like. I just can't no, leave him froze. at six with Paul George coming back to the lineup. Like, but, but as of now, it. though, they're still not six. I can't. Like they're better <laughs> than the Rockets and they're better than the Nuggets. I'm gonna switch them up. So I'm gonna move the Clippers from six to four, and then I'm gonna go to my number six team, which is gonna be the Rockets. Um, they're so, so Nuggets are six or Rockets. The Nuggets are gonna be five. Okay, so Rockets are six. Rockets are six. Ooh. So I switch the Clippers. Piss off James Dolan. He's gonna, start, he's gonna fire up a mad tweet. I don't care. I, I mix the I mix and match a lot, but so now the reason that I have the Rockets at six, they just lost Eric Gordon for like I said about six weeks because of the surgery, and it's gonna be a lot more Westbrook and a lot more Harden, and I don't know defensively how that's gonna work completely, uh, to be honest. So because of the question mark, I'm gonna drop him down to six, and then I'm gonna move in the Nuggets at five. On the power ranking. So they were four. I dropped them down to five. Now, I like the Nuggets. Jokic still looks a little slow for me. Very slow. And Jamal. He's sluggish. Just like Embiid. They, they yeah. both look sluggish. Yep. And Even Jamal he, Murray. He hit that game winner. But, yeah. twice, two back-to-back nights. Or no, back-to-back games. Oh, he made game winners. Yeah, he, so, I mean, he gets the buckets, but like. It, take just, away those two game winners. He's like more two game slow winners, motion five than and five. Paul Pierce. <laughs> he really is. No, but look, if you look at the record, they're seven and three. If he would have missed those two shots, they would have been five and five. Yep. Like just two shots away from being 500. Yep. And Sixers would have probably been up higher in the power rankings than. Uh, exactly. See, I, okay. So I wrote about that because I, I, I don't know, man. It's just these close games are, are tough to call, especially when they're tough games against opponents that aren't, you know. Like that tough, supposedly. Yeah. You know, they had, they had some close games against teams that aren't that good. So I'm going to leave him at five. And I just, I don't know, Jamal Murray, he, he's been a little quiet this season, surprisingly. He's always up and down. And like, he's up and down right now, but he know. hasn't he, he hasn't ha- been he a He has hunting. his moments where he can, like, he can come up, but I don't know. Like, I, I wanted to really think that uh, Jamal Murray was kind of like that second, you know, that, that two player on, on a good team. The 1B. Yeah, the, the 1B. But, like, now... Kind of, he's he's too up and down. He's for at me. A, he's at a two right now. He's, he's not a, the he's not the one B. He's I'm, a two. That's even too generous for me. I think he's more of a, at a three because he's so up and down. He can because he can either score a lot of points, you know, he, he gets a twenty points, or he can get you to like thirteen points. And he, coming out of Kentucky, he was known as a sharpshooter, like someone who could shoot off from the perimeter. But he's not really putting up those big numbers from the, from the outside the. Well, the this dark. season especially because I think teams. In the playoffs, Scar- you know they're scouting him a lot better. They're now. scouting him a lot better, so there's more film on him. So we'll see what he does. Um, but yeah, Jamal Murray is someone to keep an eye on as far as getting better in the season. So that's why the Nuggets are five. And I'm gonna go back to the Clippers at number four. So something actually I forgot to mention earlier: Shamit apparently got hurt, um, sometime in the last week or so. So I forgot to mention that with the Clippers. But even then, the Clippers are just so, have so much depth. But that's a big, that's a huge, uh, huge blow because Shamit was like an over forty percent shooter from the three point line. He was, but the team was their two best players were are theoretically going to eventually come off the bench or two of their best role players are going to eventually come off the bench, even though they should. They're starting caliber players. Montrez 
and Lou Williams. Lou Williams still comes off the bench, and he's a, he can start. Like he gets buckets enough to start, even if, if he even if he is a defensive Weirdly liability. Enough, he does. I, I didn't think he would be when he uh, when we saw him with the Rockets initially. Mm-hmm. So, and they're gonna get Paul George, like we mentioned. So for me, because of what that team can be, I'm gonna leave him at four because I don't want to disrespect the Clippers. Um, now let's move to number three. So this is a team I was actually kind of not sold on uh, going, coming into the season. And so far, Mike Conley hasn't been shooting, you know, that good still. And it's been like 10 games in the season. Uh, but I'm going to have the Jazz at number three. Now, I don't know. That one was kind of tough to me, but they're just, with, with all the weapons that they got in the offseason, like yeah, they're making um, it, they're trying to, they're, Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, they're starting to figure it out. Really, yeah, because he, he hit that game winner over um, Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Chris Milton completely fell asleep on. And, I mean, he, they don't need to rely on, on Conley to, to get you 20 points. They, they just don't need him to play good defense, facilitate, run the team well. And have a second or a, a different primary ball handler that's yeah. not Donovan Mitchell so that yeah. he can and, rest. And and because he's so good at the other things, I mean, if he does give you 20-plus points, I mean, that's going to be just, a, that's a, just an addition because that's the reason why you signed Bogdanovich and why you have Mitchell. They're going to be your – Mitchell's going to be your top scorer. You're going to have Bogdanovich be like maybe 18, 20-point 20, 20 scorer. You're going to have mm-hmm. – um, the stifle tower. He's gonna get you like probably fifteen points just because he's gonna be around the rim and gonna be doing putbacks, layups, whatever. So I mean, defensively, the team is really, really. Oh yeah, defensively they're really good. good. So I mean, with all the pieces they have around, just just even saying they're starting lineup because you have Joe Ingles coming off the bench. That's yeah. probably another ten points that comes out. Yep. So as long as like you know, pretty much your starting lineup gets you around like double figures with two people giving you about twenty points. That's gonna that's gonna win most games with the defense that they play. Exactly, and and so also at home field because ele- because the they elevation. the elevation really yep. messes with the opponent. So, so they're eight and three. I'm gonna give them the the number three uh, spot on my power rankings, and then I'm gonna switch it up to back to the Eastern Conference. So, because they're eight and one, because they've been playing really hard, and you know they did they did really well without Gordon Hayward. I'm gonna give the Celtics the number two. Now, this is a little controversy for. For Turtle, he just looked at me all funny because mm. he's he's a Lakers fan. Mm. Um, but I really like how they've been playing. No, no, no. So, like the, that's not the controversy because I know where you're gonna. I know where you're going with this. They're gonna go with Lakers one and Boston two. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I have. In, I can't uh, look. I can't help myself. That's that's it. No, I know, I know. But like, I think that's the most appropriate thing to do. But like, uh, like in my head, if I'm like not trying to be biased and like trying to be realistic. Mm-hmm. It pains me to say, like in the power rankings, I would have Boston ahead of the Lakers. The Lakers because they beat Toronto with Laurie and, and Ibaka. I know. I just um, I don't know. With the Lakers, the thing is like their ceiling is so high. Oh, it's so high. That's why. That's why I have them number one because I mean when they're they've been they're eight and two and they have not been able to shoot well at all like all season they've been having struggles Kuzma and finally had his breakout game fi- bro, last imagine night. if they could just get 15 to 18 uh from Kuz. you had like 20, that's all you they played need. 25 minutes yesterday had scored 23 points that's all they need bro that's all they, I'm telling you man like the team is starting to click and I think you know they're gonna start they, if the ceiling's just so high for that team I just can't like you have LeBron playing, getting you a triple double almost every game, leading the league in assists. Like, come on, you're gonna get buckets. Like, it's gonna happen. So that's why I have the Lakers number one. I really, really like them. Um, and then I have the Celtics number two. I mean, the Celtics are coached really, really well. Um, they have so many young wings still on the team, even after Gordon Hayward got hurt. And even though I knocked them earlier for not having an actual center, 
you know the uh was it not williams is is the center that they've been playing in the small ball he's actually been pretty good i think it's robert williams he's yeah, actually been doing really is, well yeah. and I don't know, man. The small ball thing is just that's that's the new NBA, you know, positionless basketball, and they do it well. The the way that they're playing is the way that they wanted to play last year, except Kyrie was there. They wanted to do the kick, the driving kick, and hit the open three. But if not, go make a layup and get free throws. That was what they wanted to do all season. And and this year, when they got rid of Rozier, when they got rid of Morris, they got rid of the ball stoppers. They, got, they, rid, they got rid of the egos on the team. That's exactly. what it was they, because I mean Kyrie's a good player and uh, and you know Morris can hit threes. He can get you know he can get his buckets. Rozier can come off the bench, but you know Rozier started to come off with you know he was being too much. He's too selfish. He wanted too much for himself and, and wasn't thinking about the team. Exactly, Kyrie. I mean. With Kyrie, there's always like so much like noise around, like with Cleveland, Boston, and even in the Nets. Like honestly, it's kind of hard to even really kind of wrap your head around to know if it's like true or not. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, with Kemba, I mean, he's shown to be a really good leader that everyone kind of buys into him, and they really play hard. And whether it's him kind of changing that culture or Brad Stevens kind of, you know, pulling the guys back and saying, "Hey, you know, everyone needs to work together if we want to get to this end goal." Like remember two years ago, how successful everything was. Well. Now we have we have we got rid of like the biggest issue that we had mm-hmm. those egos. So mm-hmm. Kemba's shown to be a team player, and I think you know, Gordon Hayward just started to come back and play really well before exactly. he got hurt. I think so. he's going to come back fine. But the the biggest thing for me is they are coachable players with one of the best coaches. Like that's the thing. That's the recipe for success. If you're if you can be coached and and your coach is good, you're going to be a good team. I mean, look at the Cavs. I'm just waiting to see. The Cavs were playing really well against the Sixers. You know why the Sixers almost lost to the Cavs? Because they had Brett Brown. That's been the issue, though. That's the every, issue. Every year, it's always been the same He's issue. He's not a good coach. I'm and not. I'm, talent Talent wins, but hard work beats talent when talent don't work. I. Okay, okay. I mean, with their power rankings, I mean, let's see. I would switch the Boston up to one just because of what I said. They beat Toronto, Lakers. I mean, they should be one. With the talent they have, but if I had to say, you know, with the talent they had, I could make a case for Toronto being up there, uh, Clippers being higher, uh, Jazz being lower, you know, switching them around. But if we're just talking about what so far has been going on, I would put Boston number one, Lakers number two, um, switched Clippers maybe. I'd probably have Jazz and Clippers just about where they're at. Um, Toronto probably put them above the Sixers. Um more or less, yeah. I mean, everything kind of just, you know, stay the same, just those kind of changes, but. Mm-hmm. See, I think oh, what man, I'm going to do. me so much to say, just say, like, Boston being on top of the Lakers. Jesus, I don't even know. I know. It, it really, I can feel the pain in man, your face. I can see it. I'm like, I'm, I should I should just really reconsider my life right now. You you might have to. <laughs> but uh, later today, since I'm going to get the, the social medias up, I'm going to get on. I'm going to post uh, the Alvaro's, you know, week, whatever. Power, power rankings. Weekly power rankings. Weekly power rankings. I'm so, going to post it with, like, you know, some pretty design to make it look cool, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a freaking video editor, photographer, mother, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I know how to hit buttons. He I just knows, colors. He just knows how to, you know, talk and look I, pretty. I, I mean, y'all can't see me, but, you know, if you could. Oh. Anyways, now moving on to the next, next segment, <laughs> brand new, I have. Who would you rather? You know how you go to the eye exam? You know, you know, you sit there. They're like, "Hey, what's better? Is it number one, number two? What's clear? Three, four, five, or six? So I went to the eye doctor the other day, and it kind of just kind of you know spurred out this idea. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you stats of a, of um, four players, and they're going to be from you know 
first one's gonna be guards, second one's gonna be um kind of wing players, and then the third ones are gonna be big men. So thir- three and four are gonna be big men. And it's just three. So so it's just three players. So I'm giving. So it's gonna be group. So it's gonna be f- three different groups. Okay. One group's gonna be guards. One group's gonna be okay. So you're gonna wing gi- players, and third group's gonna be bigs. Okay. And so within each group's gonna be four players. Ah. Gotcha, and then you're gonna read me the stat line, and I have to guess what the stat line fits on the player. So you're, who's, so I'm gonna the player so I'm gonna bring about? out I'm gonna bring out two players and be like, which one do you rather have? And if you uh, say I rather have A instead of B, then I'll be like, okay, would you rather have A or C? Then I'll read C's stat line, and okay. we'll keep going. Then I'll reveal who the players are and see if you change your mind depending on it. All right, let's just do it then. I'm ready. Right. I, I'm like halfway lost, but I am no, you, a willing participant. I, I, I will I will guide you. I, I will. Take, I know you will. That's why I I'm will. not scared. Take the wheel, and we will drive on this journey together. All Don't right. you worry. Skirt, skirt. All right, skirt. Anyways, so we're starting with the guards. Player A averages 28 points, 11 rebounds, and 9 assists. Player B okay. averages 37 points, 6 rebounds, I know who that is. and 8 assists. I already know who that is. Who would you rather have between player A or B? Let me get A because that's Doncic, right? I'm not telling you the names oh, until afterwards. I'm going to go with A. I'm, I think I know who it is. I'm going okay, with A. Okay, okay. So, player A or player C? So, C is 33 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. Who would you rather have, player A or player C? I'm going to stay on player A. Player A? Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, player D, 32 points, 6 rebounds, and 8 assists. A or D? Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Da-na. Okay. Ah, uh, shit. Da-na. That's actually really tough right there. Da-na. Let me go with Da-na. D. Da-na. I'm going to switch it D. Up. Player D. Okay, so. Player D is Kyrie. Ah, oh, shut up. It's Kyrie Irving. Ah. Player A is Luka Dantes. I knew it was Dantes. Can I switch it back? I knew <laughs> it was Dantes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're getting there. Player B is Harden. Harden. I do that one too. Player C is Mr. Dame Dalla. So now that you know who these who they are by name, would you switch? Give me A. So you went from Kyrie to Luca. I went from Luca to Kyrie first, and then I was like, wait a minute. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now like, I know who it now because you didn't tell me this player has player issues. I didn't want that. I want Dungeon. <laughs> so you didn't put that in what the What if feed. I told you that Luca averages five turnovers a game to Kyrie's three turnovers a game? Don't care. Okay. Don't care. Simple enough. Don't care. Don't care. You don't care. Nah. Give me Luca. Give me Luca. Luca. Give me Luca. Anyways, um, real quick, while we we just talk about Luca, yeah. I just want to say something about um, like how we ended up on the team. I know everyone's bashing on Atlanta, you know, for you know giving up the rights for Doncic, but Trey Young's a baller. Like Trey Young, he's making the case. Yeah, he's a baller. He's, I yeah, don't he, care. He can lead a team too. I Ask Trey. He can't. I just think the the advantage that gives Luca is that he's a little bit bigger, but yeah. And he's he but, came in the NBA like prepared, like he was ready. Off yeah, day one. he was more polished. But I mean, yeah. Trey Young's yesterday. I think it was like eight to twelve from like the three point line. Anyways, oh, he was balling. Discussion for another time. That's a discussion so, for another time. Wings. Oh shit. Okay. Now, now we're now we're gonna look at wings. So that was all guards, but Doncic so, is technically. Okay, he's technically a two. Okay, you're right. You're since right, since right. he's a handler, I'll, I throw him in the guards because he's slotted as a shooting guard. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, let me, okay, I'm, my notes are ready, go. Okay, so now we got the wings, player A. Okay. 26 points, 
eight rebounds, 11 assists. Player B averages 29 points, 14 rebounds, and seven assists. Who would you rather have, player A or player B? I feel like that's LeBron, and oh, I know I think LeBron's one of those guys. Let me go with um, A, though. I with like A? The, I like the 11 assists. Okay, so player C averages 28 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. Player A or player C? Let me stay with A. Oh, same with A. Okay. Yeah. So we have player D, mm-hmm. 29 points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Who would you rather have, player A or player D? I'm staying with A. With A? Who's okay. A? Was A LeBron? LBG. I LBJ. Knew it. I LBG. Knew it was LeBron, bro. <laughs> and then Giannis was player B. You have Siakam C and the Claw as D. Okay, you know what? I should have known that freaking uh, Siakam stats were C because I freaking just wrote that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was kind of wondering in my head. I was like, he he, he probably already already gave that one away. I'm stupid. I didn't put two and two together for some reason. But but yeah, no, I would still pick LeBron, I think. Um, But damn, Giannis is doing that good. Okay, he's MVP again this year. But okay, so... He's gonna win yeah, everyone's game. averaging like about the same amount of turnovers, four or three turnovers. They, they all got good uh, points, though. They all are in the same spot. Uh, Giannis just gets hella boards. Um, I don't know, man. I really like Siakam this year, though. I really like Siakam. He's most balling. improved. times. First player to ever get most improved back-to-back watch. He should, though. Okay. He should. Ready for the bigs? Oh, shit. Okay, let me get my notes ready. Hold on. Ready for bigs. Okay. All right. So, first big is averaging 26 points. 12 rebounds and four assists. Okay. Player B, he's averaging 23 points, 12 rebounds, and three assists. Would you rather have player A or player B? Well, A, because the stats are better. Okay. Player I'm trying to figure C out who these guys are. Averages 16 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists. Who would you rather have? A or C? I'm gonna say with A. I, I think I should like switch it around. I think uh, all the good ones were started off with A. <laughs> you, yeah, you do the best player first, and then the, the, the later ones. And it wasn't even on purpose too. I was just like kind of looking at him, like, "Oh crap, okay, I'll just, I'll just put him right here." Is is A Anthony Davis? I'm not saying. Okay, yet. don't tell me. Okay, player D. Okay, okay. Twenty seven points, eleven rebounds, and three assists. Now, who would you rather have, player A or player D? Damn, that's actually closer than I would expect it. Um, I feel like. I feel like D is Jokic, though. I'm going to go A. A is Mr. Carl Anthony Towns. Gato? From the Timberwolves, yeah. Gato. Oh. Okay, Gato. who is B? B is Mr. Joel Embiid. Oh, Embiid. Ah, fuck that guy. Okay, who, who was three? <laughs> three who was, was the Joker. C. Joker. Damn, he's only averaging 16 points. Yeah, that man is slouching this And uh, D yeah. is Mr. AD. AD. Okay. Okay. Now, now that you know the players, would you change who you rather have? I don't think a? so. You, I really like Kat? that though. How's how's do you happen to have defensive stats though? Defensive stats, I don't have them. I probably should have them for the bigs, but they all have yeah, they all average about the same amount of turnovers. I would. Damn, that's actually tough. I'd probably pick Gato over AD. The only reason is because Gato is a true center. AD is not a true center. AD does not like playing the center position. Um, well, I mean, I put I put Biggs because just because just because well, he 
he can kind of like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's more of a power forward. He could play center, but you know you wanted to play him as a power forward, so that's why I kind of Biggs would technically be like Giannis too, though, because he's like seven foot. Yeah, but, so, he, but he's more of a ball handler. But he's more of a ball handler. So, so then you put and, and yeah. he drives. That's why I put him in, kind of on the on the wings. I don't know. I like I like Gato. Like this year, he's been balling. Um, surprisingly, Andrew Wiggins is doing good too, and I don't know if that's gonna like last all season. He I um, I forgot who said this. Uh, I think it was um, Aminasan. He was like, he does this every year, and, and he does. He does it every year. He has like this these moments where he like plays really good, and you're like, what the heck? Like, this is the Wiggins that was drafted number one overall, and then you just have a few games later, he'll go back to underperforming, and just showing you that that contract is almost as bad as John Wall. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're right. I think I need to see more from more consistency from, um, throughout the season from yeah. from Wiggins for me to actually be more impressed. But um, oh, but that's another team's coach that I like too, San, uh, Ryan, Ryan Saunders. San- Saunders, Saunders. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been balling. Like he's he's a good coach. I never I never uh, hated him. Um, but damn, there's a there, I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of good teams with good coaches this year, and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be competitive games a lot of the time. Like surprisingly, we're gonna have some bad teams with good coaches. You know, play some good teams with bad coaches, and the bad teams might win. You know what I'm saying? No, well, yeah, and the, now we the. Only ten games in, like you're gonna have the rust coming off some of these players, so like they're gonna be more consistent. I mean, I don't know. James Harden's like averaging like thirty six points a game, yeah, shooting like twenty something percent from the three. But I mean, he's he's getting to the free throw line like seventeen times per game, yeah, or something like that. So I mean, once the rust, once the rust gets off, like some of these guys, huh, rust, <laughs> rust. Once the rust gets off some of these guys, I mean, it's gonna be kind of more interesting to see like what happens. Like you know, I don't think Joker's gonna be averaging sixteen, ten, and six. He's gonna probably be putting up more numbers, close to twenty. Like in, uh, 29 and 7 or something. Maybe like, like 20, 10 and, and 8. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I expected a lot more from him. It, it, you know, I mean, he's not playing bad, but like, I thought he's, he'd be playing like bad. He looks kind of out of shape. He, he looks he, slow. He needs, to, he needs to really just cut down that body fat because he still has that, you know. He little, has a touch. Like, yeah, he has a pass. He, he has that vision. He has a vision, yeah. For, yeah, he's probably for, like, you know, the best vision for like a, for a big man. Um, Defensively, though, I think you're going to be looking at um, more so with AD, Kai, and, and Embiid with the blocks because um, who is, I think, I forget who is leading the league in blocks right now. Uh, can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. It's probably... You will never guess. No? Um, you, wouldn't, you would never guess his name. Is it a center? He is a power forward. It's a power forward? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eastern or Western Eastern. Conference? Eastern. Eastern. Guarantee conference. you will not guess this one. I would buy you lunch if you guess this right. This, this is on record. Okay, power forward East. Uh, I feel like he's on an ass team. Uh, shit, 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 shit. Sabonis. No, no, no. Okay, can I get one more guess? Okay, one more. One more guess. Okay. Hold on, let me look at my tapes real quick. I don't think I'm going to guess this, right? No, I don't think you will. I, I wouldn't even guess this one. Is this Yakum? No. Who the fuck is it? It's Jonathan Isaac from, from the Magic. You know what? I'm so mad. I read his stats today, too. He's averaging like three blocks a game. Yeah, he's averaging three blocks. AD is oh. averaging 2.9. He's second. Who has the most blocks overall? Like the number. The, I don't I don't know what the number is, oh. but like Damn. I mean, you know what? I'm so mad at myself. I literally read that today. I'm because Towns pissed. is ten, Gato's ten, Towns is ten, and uh-huh. beats twelve. 
And then Joker's like low, low, low. I don't even think he's in. I don't, I don't even think he ain't even on top fifty. Yeah, I believe that. Um, but damn, no, I Jonathan Isaac. I should have freaking thought harder. Yeah, I mean, I would like I said, I would have guessed it, but you know what? I'm not paying for lunch, so I'm yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I didn't bet. I didn't bet on a loss either. But anyways, that pretty much wraps up this week's take on our power rankings and our news and notes with the new segment. Would you rather? I like it. Like it's a good one. It's a good one. I'll I'll, good. I'll try to come up with some other ones um, as the season progresses. We'll I'll try to get some that have like people have same type of stats. But. Yeah. And then next week we'll bring back um, what was the section that we had? Cap or no cap. Cap or no cap. We'll bring that back next week uh, once we get the next episode rolling. Uh, but other than that, we out. We outie. Deuces. Five hundred.